Welcome to the Talk of Fame Network. I got a good deal on those boys. The scout said they showed a lot of promise. With your Hall of Fame voters. Don't act like you're not impressed. Ron Borges. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Rick Oslin. I don't know what we're yelling about! And Clark Judge. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? On SB Nation Radio. Let's get ready to rumble! When you hear that voice, Ron, God, I love it. It's the voice of Michael Buffer. When you hear that voice, what do you think of? I'll tell you what I think of. The first time he did the first one of his shows, he had he was wearing, he was a model, too. He had an earring in his ear. He was working for Bob Aaron. What? Yeah, true story. Uh, and he went up there, and Aram's sitting at ringside, and he goes, See, you know, we're sponsored by Budweiser. That's the king of beers. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been doing his shows ever since. Well, of course, you see him at a lot of heavyweight fights. And a goose, you know, when you think of heavyweight fights, uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? The Thriller in Manila. Oh, there you go. That was a good one. Wow. Was it, was well, uh, we don't have that today. No, but we have something pretty close. Yeah, we have something pretty close. The one that involves Hall of Fame running back and friend of the show, Eric Dickerson. Guys, who this week, he's claiming that uh, his criticism of the L.A. Rams cost him a sideline pass with the Rams. Uh, No, with coach and friend of the show, Jeff Fisher, basically telling him he's not wanted in the building, the sidelines, the stadium, nada, nothing. Now, of course, Jeff Fisher's come back and said, well, that's not true, and let's get ready to rumble, and... Eric Dickerson, uh, like former Tennessee running back Eddie George, he's, quote-unquote, always welcome around the facilities and on the sidelines. So, Goose, I I have a feeling that uh, somewhere, at least somewhere in the middle, there's some truth to this story. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, Fisher's not alone. I'm sure there are probably folks sitting in offices and cubicles at the Rams facility who are bothered by Dickerson's harsh words for for basically a bad football team. You know, maybe they want to turn their back on him, but the team's owner was smart enough to know that's political suicide to tear down the bridge between a team and one of the greatest players in franchise history. So into a fixed mode they go. <laughs> Ron, you want to get ready to rumble? Yeah, you know, to me this is the kind of petty crap that seems to happen more and more in today's what I call thin-skinned NFL. To bad uh, teams. Yeah, bad exactly. Teams, I mean, they get right. caught up in this sort of stuff that is meaningless, you know. Uh, it happened in New York with Joe Namath all the time. It happened a while back in Pittsburgh with Terry Bradshaw. My Lord, uh, uh, does Jeff Fisher think that Eric Dixon doesn't want to see the Rams do well? I mean, that's ridiculous. He's a fan now, and fans criticize because they care. Would you rather have everybody just shrugging and going to the beach? Which someone should mind, Jeff. They can do in L.A. That's right. <laughs> that's right, especially when you have a bad football team. You know what yeah. I love about this story, though, Ron? What, what Dickerson said about what's going on. It's a great quote. If you get fired, you go someplace else. If you get fired. But I will always be Eric Dickerson of the Los Angeles Rams. That's why I wear that gold jacket. I have the right to say what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, and so you, take that. Right, and we all know he's right as rain. You know, this my favorite music man, as you guys know, is BB King, and he put it this way: Don King? "I paid the cost to be the boss." <laughs> and, and Dickerson certainly paid the cost, and he's the boss of, of, of that outfit. <laughs> There's no question about that. Well, um, you know what? Like B.B. King and like Eric Dickerson, we have the right to say what we want to say, too. And, and what we want to say is, live from the Renai Studios, it's the Talk of Fame Network, with special guests, 
New England owner Robert Kraft, former Colts linebacker Mike Curtis, and a Hall of Fame voter and Miami Herald columnist Armando Salguero, who has a rumble of his own, guys, <laughs> on his hands. And it's not with the Rams, and it's not with Jeff Fisher, but it's with the 49ers quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. And because we just celebrated Thanksgiving, we have our own Thanksgiving Day leftovers, meaning more talk about the 26 candidates for the class of 2017. Class that we started to dissect, if you remember, a week ago. And we're also going to celebrate our neighbors to the north, our great neighbors to the north. No, Ron, that's not the first place. Les Habitants from Montreal. No. Ah, please. But the CFL. Yes, the CFL was just concluded its season. But Goose first. I would ask you how your Thanksgiving went, but you know what? I think Ron and I know, because like a lot of others, uh, we watched the Cowboys last week, and you covered that game. So I think everyone agrees, at least at this point, by record, uh, Dallas is the best team out there. At least right now, it's the best team out there. But who's second, and, and what's the greatest speed bump between your Cowboys and their first Super Bowl since 1995? Oh, they're going to have all kinds of speed bumps. I think Seattle, Detroit, the Giants, and the NFC— Patriots, Raiders, Chiefs, Steelers, and AFC. The, the second best team, at least in my AP rankings I filed this week, is the Patriots. But the Giants are the only team to beat the Cowboys, and the rematch is next week in New York. You know, that should either clear up or muddy the month of December. Yeah, let's get ready to rumble at the Meadowlands, right? Oh, I guess I like it's that. not the Meadowlands anymore. Met Life Stadium. Love rematches. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I want a rematch of Salgudo and, and, and Kaepernick because I like Armando easy. Yeah, so do I. And we're going to get to him in the, the second half of the show. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I like what he had to say about it, too, in print and also to him. Um, hey, second question. And, Goose, I'll start with you again. If the season were to end today, would either Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott be your league MVP? Yeah, at this point, I'd say Prescott. You know, he's shown the last two weeks that his arm can carry the Cowboys when Elliott is not rushing for 100 yards. You know, if the Cowboys finish 15-1 or 14-2, I think the MP, MVP of this league will be a cowboy. Anything less so opens the door for Derek Carr, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, all of them. Ron, I think I know where you're Let going. Let me open there. that door wide, yeah, open Derek it, Carr. Open it. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's got the Raiders tied for the best record in the AFC yeah. with the Patriots, yeah. and he actually plays in a division where the opponents fight back, unlike the Patriots. Oh, listen to that music. It's like Tchaikovsky and shoulder pads. I, I'll grab you a towel. <laughs> New England's only played one team, Clark, clown it, one team ranked in the top 17 in scoring offense, and they've played nine teams that were 17 or worse. This week they play the Rams, number 32. They could use Eric Dixon, by the way, even at his <laughs> yeah, present age. Right. Right. Thank you, Dr. Data. <laughs> well, yeah, Goose, there we go. Los you're Lobos. Not, you're <laughs> not going to hear me say this very often, Goose. In fact, it's very rare. I agree. With Ron Borges. Wow. Let me write down the date and time. I agree with Ron Borges. It's not the most valuable player. It's, it's, it's the, it is the most valuable player. It's not the more valuable player. You know, if you have two guys from the same team in the running, uh, I mean, neither by definition can qualify. So if you have Prescott and you have Elliott, they cancel each other out. Uh, I want someone who carries his team. And Ron, who is that? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah, at least for now it is. Um, And speaking of Derek Carr. Neither Kurt Warner nor Marshall Falk ever deserved to be MVP. Agreed. Both of them got one. Yeah, I agree. It's not the best player. It's the most valuable. Right, it's not player of the year. Go reclaim their trophies. I mean, each year. I would be happy to. Each year I would vote for Tom Brady just because he does more with less, and and I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Sure Uh, you would. 
Yeah. Speaking well, of listen, a towel, hey. let me hand you mine. <laughs> Thank you. I've already got one here. All right, Ron, you know, which, since we mentioned Derek Carr, how about them Raiders, huh? Ooh, Their first boy. winning season since 2002. Yep. Which, by the way, was the last time they were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, look, I mean, they still have to deal with the Chiefs and the Broncos just to get into the playoffs. But I'll tell you, if they make it, they'll be battle-tested. Now, they're young, and, uh, you know, that can cause you problems in the playoffs first time around. But they're going to be a tough out for anybody, I think. Uh, and let me tell you, if somehow they end up playing in that outdoor insane asylum called Oakland, I wouldn't want to be a visiting team coming in here to play them in the playoffs. I thought the outdoor insane asylum was Memorial Stadium, home of Mike time. Curtis. I think they Ooh. blew that up. Yeah, they did blow it up. Hey, like many Bruce. things in your life, blown up. <laughs> <laughs> All Goose. our lives, actually. Goose, could, could you see the Raiders get into the Super Bowl? Could you see them reaching the Super Bowl? Uh, conceivably, yes, but what I want to see is the AFC title game between the Patriots and the Raiders in Oakland. Oh, <sighs> Ron will need a pile of towels then. Are you kidding me? They're playing that song. He's seeing the Raiderettes. He's back hey, at home. Oh, my God. Tom Brady black. and the Black Hole. Are you kidding? <laughs> Ron will be covering it from the Black Hole. Ron, can me, you see him making the Super Bowl? Me sitting in the, in the, me sitting in the press box with my Raider helmet on. That makes a lot of people get upset. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Our shell's jersey. Silver and black hands. face paint. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing about it, if that were to happen, of course, we all know, when did the uh, uh, Patriots – Dynasty started when? January 19, 2002, against whom? The Raiders in the last game ever at Foxborough Stadium, the snow game, uh, you know, when the officials stole the game from the Raiders and what? sent the Patriots on their way, you know? So, what? Yeah, they did, but that's all right. We, the Raiders are used to that. And so now, who knows? Maybe it, it goes back the other way uh, with the you know, start of a new Raiders dynasty coming at the expense of the Patriots. Historically, okay. we love history. It'd be pretty interesting. Quickly, guys, do the Raiders win the AFC West? Simple question. Forget Super Bowl. AFC West, Goose. Chiefs, they've already beaten the Broncos and Raiders on the road. They got them both at home. Favors the Chiefs. Ron? We have to really need to ask this question. Raiders! <laughs> I'm not sure why I asked the question. All right. Well, listen, uh, I'm not looking at the Raiders now. Every time I look in my refrigerator, however, you like this segue, Ron? Leftovers, yeah. Those leftovers are waiting for someone, and those leftovers is what we have. Hall of Fame semifinalists we discussed last week waiting on our votes. They're coming up next. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your medical practice is growing fast and you have more patients than you have room for, you need to start, well, making some room, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy new exam tables and stools, x-ray machines, and microscopes quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Big Jim and three pancakes for 89 cents. I don't care what you call them, pancakes, flipjacks, flapcakes. The point is, at Burger King, you can get a stack of three of them for 89 cents. What kind of deal is this? 
Uh, a great one? Fill up on three golden pancakes for 89 cents. This is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get three pancakes for 89 cents. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Electricity. Hey, it's me, Electricity. So I'll keep this short. <laughs> Get it? Never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you're not, like, still mad at me about that electrical fire in your kitchen. I mean, obviously you're not, but I'm just checking to make sure. It's no big deal if you are. It's not like you're asking me to pay for the damage. <laughs> right? Electricity won't pay for an electrical fire. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, guys, uh, did you see that Monday night game with the Packers and Eagles? Ron, Rick? I, yes, sir. I did. Yes, sir. You know, it's it's the best I've seen Aaron Rodgers play in, I, I think, what was generally a forgettable year. I mean, he finally looked like Aaron Rodgers. So um, I guess what everyone's asking, I'll ask you. Goose, is it too early to bury the Packers? I mean, even though their defense has more holes? Well, um, hmm. Than Ron's push to get T.O. into Canton. <laughs> yeah, the, the Packers have a coach who's won a Super Bowl. They have a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. They know how and when to win. At four and six, the when has become now. But I think they've, they'd have to run the table to get in. They play their final three games of the season against division opponents, including the season finale at Detroit. It may come down to that, but I, I think they're a long shot. Hey, Ron, you like how I snuck in another T.O. reference there? I see that. You just... Boy, this is like, what are you beating him up for, this fellow? <laughs> we might have to get Michael <laughs> Buffer in here again. <laughs> Let's get ready to, yeah, well, anyway. No, speaks uh, highly of you. I just want you I to know he does. A terrific guy. Hey, um, T.O., as you guys know, is one of the 26 semifinalists for the Hall of Fame's class. He's open! 2017. <laughs> he is open. He dropped the ball. I'm sorry. He's chewing out his court, but I'm sorry. He's, he's fine. Um, and we went through parts of that list last week. But we didn't get to the offensive line. I was sorry we didn't get to it then, but we're going to get to it now because it has the most candidates, six. Now, there's Tony Baselli, Alan Fanica, Chris Hinton, Joe Jacoby, Mike Ken, and Kevin Mawai. I think it's a pretty safe assumption, Goose, that Fanica and Jacoby make the finals again. Um, but does anyone else? Yeah, you know, I think all six of the candidates deserve discussion. Personally, I'd like to see Ken or Hinton get in the room. They've been in the queue the longest 
in their candidacies are certainly deserving of a resurrection. But but with the youth on the voting panel, I'm guessing that Baselia or Mawai have the better chance of joining Fanica and Jacoby. And what chance is that, Goose? Is it slim? I, I'd, I'd be surprised if you have more than three offensive linemen on the okay. slate. What do you say, Ron? Yeah, well, I'm not sure anyone's a safe bet in the classic sense of safe, you know, because mm-hmm. six guys and, and, and you know, Hinton, as you guys know, I mean, Hinton, to, I think, is a very deserving candidate. Uh, as they all are. I'd love to see him get his moment. I think Maui will get a pretty good push, partially because he has the New York contingent behind him, which more and more seems like half the room. And uh, he's got Bill Parcells in his corner talking him up. And he uh, he also was well-known, I think, to a lot of people as the president of the Players Association, so they knew him from that. Um, And I think that lifted his profile maybe above the norm for for an offensive lineman. And look, the guy was an all-decade player with, a, with an impressive resume. So uh, I, I think all those things work in his favor, but I personally would like to see Hinton in there. Well, you know, Goose, going back to Ken, it's interesting that you mentioned him because you wrote something last week, which I thought was sort of fascinating, on the Falcons. Very tough for anyone from Atlanta to get in there, even though they've got deserving guys, especially in the offensive line. I mean, Freilich's another one. But um, you look at their history, that probably works against Mike Ken here, doesn't it? Oh, without question. It was a, they, they played positions with no stats, and they didn't win. Matter of fact, they were terrible right. most times. I, mean, they, I think they would have won one playoff game during that particular era. I mean, this guy is, is Hall of Fame worthy. He's been in the queue now for 17 years, never been to the finals. He, he needs to be discussed. He's probably a, probably a longer shot than Hinton, though, because you know, Hinton has the name recognition mm-hmm. from the Elway trade. You know, right. Ken doesn't right. have any such en- entree. Well, you know, think about that, Clark, what, what Goose just said. Los Lobos hits it again, you know. No jewelry, no statistics. Mm-hmm. Away no from me, you devil. Away from me. Yes. You know, I mean, that tends to be Sam, the way the voters are. They get Sam, the Heisman, you know. You know yeah, Sam. that's right. Yeah, they get, get the Downtown Athletic Club. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, uh, it's tough. And, but I'll tell you something else that's it's interesting about this list here. And, Goose, uh, you, you addressed this, I think, last week. But there are six offensive linemen, as I mentioned, this is right. Right. There are a total of eight defensive players, not defensive linemen, defensive players, period, including five defensive backs. Yeah, that's why there are more than half of all the Hall of Famers in the modern era played offense. Less than 34% play defense. If you keep giving the voters two out of three chances to enshrine an offensive player, they will. So many great def- defensive players get dumped in the laps of me and Ron on the senior committee. Yeah, and I, I agree. Goose and I talk about this all the time. You know, it's about a third defensive players. Uh, if you look at the list of 25, it was about a third defensive players. And, and that's why I think probably in the final 15, if you get five guys uh, defensively, we'll be lucky. And we end up, you know, sitting there hoping you can get Kenny Easley in or you can, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, get in a host of other Mike Curtis uh, you know, all kinds of guys that we can think of uh, that are on the outside looking in because they play defense. Quickly, Goose, of, of that group of defensive players, how many do you think we take with this to Houston's finalists? Uh, maybe four. The pass rusher, maybe a linebacker, maybe two defensive backs, or the pass rusher and three DBs. Pass rusher being Jason Taylor. Yes, Jason Taylor. Right. Ron, what do you think? Well, obviously, uh, uh, I'm hoping for uh, the cornerback. I law, <laughs> and uh, and I think the pass rusher Jason Taylor was a high-profile guy. Everybody will remember him in the room. Tremendous stats, very super productive player. So I, I plus I, friend I of the show, a friend of the show, which speaks of you know as they both are, speaks well of them both. Uh, and then I think it's kind of a toss-up. You know, they're certainly yeah. deserving guys. Whether they, you know, the safeties are going to negate each other. I think to a great extent. 
uh, if two of them emerge, I'll be surprised. Well, one of those defensive players, as it turns out, Ron, was the subject of Goose's State Your Case piece this week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, and, and that's former linebacker and friend of the show, Carl Mecklenburg. We have mentioned him, but Goose, you made a pretty convincing case to get him into the room on our website. So for those who may have missed your piece, let's hear what you have to say about him and what you like about him. Yeah, versatility was a plus for Mecklenburg throughout his NFL career with the Denver Broncos. But what worked for him as a player is now working against him as a Hall of Fame candidate. He's one of the most difficult players in NFL history to pigeonhole into a position. Consistency in performance and consistency at one position puts players in Canton. Mecklenburg checks a box for consistency in performance, but not consistency at a position because he didn't have one position. He was a defensive equivalent of a Swiss Army knife. He played anywhere and everywhere from season to season, from game to game. He played both left and right defensive end in his career, both right and left inside linebacker, right and left outside linebacker, and nose tackle all in a 3-4, plus middle linebacker in a 4-3. That's seven positions in a defensive front, and Mecklenburg started at six of them. He was a six-time Pro Bowler and a four-time first-team All-Pro. He arrived in the NFL as defensive end, but moved to inside linebacker in his second season. He had a 127 tackle season at left inside linebacker, 143 tackle season at right inside linebacker, and 116 tackle season at right outside linebacker. Add it all up, and he started 55 games at left inside linebacker, 51 at right inside backer, 16 at right outside backer, 15 at middle linebacker, three at defensive end, and one at left outside backer. The sacrifice of playing wherever the defense wanted him or needed him took a toll on his stats. He was never asked to do one thing. He was asked to do everything by the Broncos. His 79 career sacks won't wow anyone. Neither do his 16 career forced fumbles, his 14 fumble recoveries, or three interceptions. The stats may not be a Hall of Fame caliber, but the player certainly was. He was a, defensive, a key defensive component on a team that won 60% of its games, went to the playoffs seven times, won five AFC West titles, and three AFC championship. He's one of some finalists for the class in 2017. It's time the voters look past the stats and study the impact of the player. His name belongs in the discussion for the Hall of Fame. Well, you know, Goose, I once asked Art Show uh, just the question you raised. What possessions does Mecklenburg play? And he said, bottom of the pile. <laughs> I mean, he was tackling people. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think you've, you've made a tremendous case for him, which I hope you'll get to make again in that room. It was a tremendous case, but Goose, I'm going to stop you right there because we've got to go to commercial. Ron, just around the corner, New England owner Robert Kraft. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your business is construction and you get a big job that has to be done in record time, you need to get the ball rolling, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy enough sheetrock and lumber, steel, and other materials quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com.
this is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. Isn't it? Why is heroin so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad, did you ever try drugs? They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, our first guest made history when he appeared on this show in August 2014. Yes, he was our first guest ever on the Talk of Fame Network. But then, of course, New England owner Robert Kraft is used to making history. Since buying the New England Patriots in 1994, he's turned the franchise from a doormat into the closest thing there is today in any professional sport to a dynasty. And here's the proof. In the five years prior to his purchasing the team, Patriots were 19 and 61 and hadn't made the playoffs in seven seasons. Since then, they've averaged 12 wins per season and won 275 games and four Super Bowls. What's more, they've been to seven Super Bowls, meaning, well, meaning during Robert Kraft's tenure, more than a third of his ownership, the Patriots were playing for Lombardi Trophy. But he changed the course of football history off the field, too, when he declined a $75 million buyout to allow the team to move to St. Louis and instead paid $174 million for a franchise whose home games were regularly blacked out and whose value, at least according to his own advisors, was well below that number. Smart move. And you know what? Smarter move now, getting him back on our show. Mr. Kraft, welcome back. Oh, thank you. That was very kind of you. Well, uh, uh, Bob, uh, an interesting to me last weekend, I think largely ignored in the hoopla of Tom Brady's 200th career uh, win over the uh, Jets, the Patriots also became the first original AFL team to win 500 NFL games, and you've been the owner for nearly 300 of them and probably seen nearly all of them. Just wondering, as an old fan of the Patriots uh, long before you bought them, does that milestone, what does that make you feel like, and do you have much of an emotional connection with those AFL teams? Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I was just, after we played the Jets this weekend, uh, I was just reminiscing, and I thought, I think I'm the only owner uh, currently who is attending games in every year's of our team's existence, you know, since 1960. And we've been in four stadiums, you know, at Boston University, Fenway Park, BC, and Harvard. And, um, you know, it, it just think, I mean, I've watched the evolution of this, and of course, in 1971, I became a season ticket holder on those great metal benches. So, <laughs> um, you know, our backsides used to stick to, come November, we'd be frozen to the benches. But they were great, great memories. And I'm 
one of the luckiest guys on the planet to have had the privilege of buying my home team, you know, where I live. It, the odds of being a starting quarterback in the NFL were greater because there's 32 of them, and sometimes the teams don't even change hands. If you look at the Myers or the Roonies or in Chicago, you know, so I just pinch myself and think how lucky I am. But what's the most challenging issue facing the NFL today? Well, you know, the world is changing so fast and young people, uh, their tastes and how they take in media and how they look at things that we have to make sure that how we show our games and the venues that we play them in are relevant. And, you know, I'm still pleased that we get the largest weekly audiences of appointment television and but we have to be mindful of what's going on over the top and and also make sure that our stadiums are a place that are welcoming you know you think about it in today's world we're all so connected with you know 10 years ago we didn't have iPhones and now we do and in some ways we're less connected and i think one of the special ways we come together as a community is when we root for our teams on the weekends, mainly on Sundays, and we have to make that a special quality experience, whether it's how people get into the venue, get out of the venue, and the experience they have during the game, and those fans who want to watch it on, you know, we have to figure out how to give the best quality product on mobile devices and find other ways to make our game relevant. We're speaking with New England owner Robert Kraft on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at Talk of Fame Net. And Mr. Kraft, I want to uh, change the subject just for a second because these guys know how fond I am of your quarterback. Um, you've seen nearly all the great quarterbacks that played from the 50s of Otto Graham to the 60s with Johnny U to Joe Montana in the 80s. And, of course, from then on, Elway, Marino, Peyton Manning, guys like that. Where do you put Tom Brady among those quarterbacks who built the game? Well, I I had the pleasure of seeing all of those quarterbacks play except for I didn't see Otto Graham, but I don't think there's anyone that compares to Tommy and you know, the longevity and what he's done in an era of salary cap where you couldn't you had to really manage your game well to stay on top and what he has done and I hope in the next week or two he'll have the all-time winning record of all quarterbacks he tied it last week with Peyton at 200 and we hope shortly he breaks it but you know I I was thinking back my first season the Sunday after Thanksgiving I had the pleasure of having Johnny Unitas in my box watching us play the Colts. And he wore a Patriot hat the whole game because he was so mad they had moved. <laughs> and uh, we won that game. I remember it was 12 to 10, and it was pretty special. And, of course, watching him and Joe Montana and Marino just used to eat the Patriots up when I was a fan watching it. And, of course, the great Peyton Manning, I mean, he was really, really special. And the matches that he and Tom had were just off the charts. Hey, one more question on Brady. I mean, he says he wants to play another 10 years. 
but he's 39. How long can you see him playing? I want him to play as long as he can. Uh, you see the effort he put in this past weekend. I think it was pretty clear to people, you know, he 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 had had a rough week or a rough couple weeks before, and so he took a couple practices off, which he doesn't usually do. But come the fourth quarter, there's no other player I'd rather be invested in than him to carry our team. So I hope he goes for many more years. And the way he takes care of his body and trains and prepares, you know, when when he came back in the fifth game this season, all the young guys, it, it, you know, they saw how hard he works and prepares, and it just le- it lifted the whole level of preparation for our team, that a guy is established as he works as hard as he works. Well, as you know, because you know a lot about the history of the game, uh, Bob Burt Bell is credited with saving the NFL during and after uh, World War II and urging the partnership with television uh, that certainly served your league well. But he also also w- always warned that you had to be vigilant about TV because of overexposure, and, and they were willing to eat their partners alive uh, for the short term. You've got some rating problems, as people know. Now there's some talk about uh, maybe ending Thursday night football. Where do you stand on that? And is uh, overexposure a, a threat, a possible threat at all to your game in the long run? Well, I think that's a very legitimate question. But just to put it in perspective, I think the issue with ratings uh, can be right at the doorstep of Donald J. Trump and the entertainment factor he brought to this uh, past election. But if you look at even the support for Thursday night games, we're very sensitive to the saturation point, and we want to constantly try to improve the game and the fan experiences. But people are still watching our games on Thursday night, and we'll reevaluate it at the end of the season. But I'm looking forward personally to this week's game, you know, which is Dallas against Minnesota. And. You know, the ironic, the irony in all of this is that we're still beating all programming on the most watched night of television. And I do think it's something we have to look at, though, and try to tweak and re reevaluate our whole media policy in this area. And Mr. Kraft, can I stop you right there? Because we have to go to commercial. Could you stay with us after we come back from commercial? My pleasure. Terrific. We'll be back with New England owner Robert Kraft right after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your medical practice is growing fast and you have more patients than you have room for, you need to start, well, making some room, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy new exam tables and stools, x-ray machines, and microscopes quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. 
Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. And we're back with New England owner Robert Kraft, whose team is in the midst of its 16th straight winning season down the 49ers of the 1980s and 90s and the Dallas Cowboys of the 70s and 80s for the longest streak in league history. You know, Ty Law is a sound finalist this year for the Hall, but there seems to be a belief that only Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are surefire Hall of Famers from your Super Bowl teams. Is Law or any other members of those teams worthy of the Hall of Fame? Well, you know, the Patriots won three Super Bowls in four years, and that doesn't happen by accident. And, you know, Coach Belichick always preaches team first, as does the whole organization. And when you think about three and four years, we're only the second team ever to do that. And you can't do that consistently without having some of the greatest players of that era. And I'm thinking definitely Ty Law. He deserves it. Richard Seymour, Willie McGinnis. Adam Vinatieri, Rodney Harrison, I think they're all deserving. And, you know, once again, putting team first, sometimes players don't get the accolades they should or they're not padding the statistics. But Ty Law is one of my favorites, and I definitely think he deserves to be in. Mr. Kraft, talking about deserving players and teams about the Oakland Raiders. I mean, they're relevant again, and that's the good news. The bad news, of course, is they're talking about moving to Las Vegas. Um, I know stadium funding's in place, and the casino operators seem to be behind this move, but um, two-part question. Can you envision a team in Las Vegas? And B, would you support such a move? Yeah, well, first of all, let me just say I've gotten to know Mark Davis pretty well, and I like him a lot. And He's all about Raiders football and continuing the great tradition of that family. And I would prefer to see them stay in Oakland, but there's just no movement up there to do anything to keep them. And I personally don't like to ever encourage a team to relocate, and I do hope Oakland comes through. But if they don't do something shortly, I think Las Vegas would be a great city to host an NFL team. I wouldn't have said that 20 years ago, but I do believe it now. I think that the Raiders fan base is a team that will road trip every game, and I think the demand for tickets would be incredible, and 
I would I would support that if the um, objective of having a team in Oakland, having a new stadium in Oakland, can't be met. You have sort of a similar situation, of course, in San Diego, where there's a serious stadium issue. They lost the that recent referendum by a wide margin, and there's been, of course, a lot of talk that they could move to LA and join the Rams. Do you see that likely to happen, or do you think that uh, do you question at all whether LA has enough interest to have two teams that would be basically new to that area? Well, look, I feel the same about San Diego as Oakland. I don't know why the community doesn't band together and try to make something happen there. Um, it was disappointing to see the vote in the low 40%. And I know Dean is uh, he's a great owner, Dean Spanos, and he's doing everything he can. Um, and we've created an option for a second team in L.A., and I guess that's something he has to decide if it's right for his fans and his franchise uh, so that they can be uh, viable. You know, I, L.A. used to always, they had the Rams and the Raiders, and and I think that both Fox and CBS would each like a team in that market, and, you know, it's, what is it, the second largest community and probably one of the fastest growing communities in America with great fans. And I I hope uh, that San Diego comes through, but if not, I think L.A. will be a wonderful opportunity. We hope San Diego comes through too, Mr. Kraft. Thanks so much for the time. Best of luck with the season and best of luck with the playoffs. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. It was great to chat with you guys. Be well. Thanks, Robert. Thanks. That was New England owner Robert Kraft. And this, well, this is the two-minute warning. There it is, the two-minute warning. (laughs) Rick Gosselin's going to ask this week's questions, and our producer, Derek Burns, get around the clock, as usual. So, guys, let's go. Tampa Bay has beaten Kansas City and Seattle in consecutive weekends. Should we start taking the Bucks seriously? Only if Andrew McCutcheon starts hitting again. <laughs> uh, seriously, yes. Playoff contenders, no. Miami has won six in a row, and with embattled quarterback Ryan Tannehill, should we tar- start taking the Dolphins seriously? No, not until they bring back Flipper. <laughs> the Dolphins, yes. Ryan Tannehill, no. Could Ohio State beat the Cleveland Browns? Not unless Tom Maddy's the quarterback. Ha! Ohio Wesleyan could beat the Cleveland Browns. Could the Great Cup champion Ottawa Red Blacks beat the Browns? Ottawa? Uh, not unless they get Marion Hossa back. <laughs> They'd be favored, especially if it was a home game, because they'd take half the Browns, half of the game to figure out it's only three downs. Revis Island, Gilligan's Island, or the Cayman Islands? Gilligan's Island, but only if it's just me and Ginger. <laughs> Figures, you go for Ginger, I'm a Marianne man. Yeah, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Oakland quarterback Derek Carr says his teammate Khalil Mack is the best pass rusher in football. Just so long as it's not the little buddy they were on. <laughs> best <laughs> pass rusher, Von Miller. As long as he's part of the silver and black attack, I'll take Mack, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. The Rams drafted offensive tackle Greg Robinson with the second overall pick in 2014, and he's already been benched. If GM Les Snead could do it over, do you think he'd take either Khalil Mack or Odell Beckham? No, no. He'd take Blake Bortles, and we'd still be having this conversation. <laughs> what a mean thing to say right after Thanksgiving. If Jeff Fish is in the room, he takes Mack. If he's off bone fishing, he takes Odell. Where is Brock Osweiler playing his football in 2017? Madden 18. 
Unfortunately for my friend Bill O'Brien in Houston. Speaking of past and present Broncos quarterbacks, Trevor Simeon has been sacked 11 times in the last two games. What's more likely in 2017, the Broncos replacing Simeon or some of his blockers? Simeon, no better offensive lineman, but there is Paxton Lynch. If they don't replace some of those blockers, the medical staff will have to replace Simeon. What's the next controversy brewing in Colin Kaepernick's world? You know some Goose? I don't know, and I don't care. Guy can't stand up for the national anthem, but he will stand up for Fidel Castro. As they say in Havana, adios, muchacho. <laughs> what is this, speech? Eskimo rights. It's obvious. That's the, end of the That's the end of our first hour, but don't go anywhere. When we return, we'll sit down with former linebacker Mike Mad Dog Curtis of the Baltimore Colts and Miami Herald columnist Armando Salguero. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Big Jim and three pancakes for 89 cents. I don't care what you call them, pancakes, flipjacks, flapcakes. The point is, at Burger King, you can get a stack of three of them for 89 cents. What kind of deal is this? Uh, a great one? Fill up on three golden pancakes for 89 cents. This is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get three pancakes for 89 cents. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Welcome back to our number two of the Talk of Fame Network, coming to you from the Renai Studios. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from former Baltimore Colts linebacker Mike Curtis. 
But as promised, yeah, as promised, we're going to go first to Hall of Fame voter Armando Salguero of the Miami Herald, who covers the red-hot Miami Dolphins, and who just engaged in an intriguing give and take or goose. Would that be a rumble? Let's get ready to rumble. With San Francisco quarterback Colin Kaepernick over what the quarterback does and, frankly, does not understand about Cuba and Fidel Castro. Armando, great to have you back on with us. Well, uh, it's my pleasure to be on the Talk of Fame Network for the next 10 minutes. It's the Talk of Infamous Network. (laughs) (laughs) Usually is around here. Um, Hey, Armando, listen, as I understand it, your exchange with uh, Kaepernick occurred during the Wednesday conference call. And and for our listeners, that's an event that sort of typically – yields little of note except this one this one was a little bit different you want to tell us why well um it was different because obviously colin was talking beyond football and he started talking about his stances on oppression and mass incarceration and other things that are near and dear to his heart and it came into my recollection that you know one of the first times that he had done his protest on an NFL sideline after the game in his press conference, he put on a T-shirt featuring pictures of uh, Fidel Castro and Malcolm X. And while I have no problem with Malcolm X and have really no opinion about the man one way or the other, I have definite problems with Fidel Castro, and I know what he represents. And it seemed to me that, dude, you're you're – you're talking about oppression and you're putting on and you're protesting oppression and you're putting on a t-shirt featuring you know a, a tyrant a despot a dictator an oppressor and so i asked him about that and uh, off we went you know you, you have a particularly personal story to tell you were born in cuba left there in 1967 when you emigrated to the u.s except your father was not allowed to go correct that's correct how, uh, how many families were, how many family members were left behind well, we left, uh, I believe, uh, let's see, my dad, my aunt. Uh, there was a total of uh, six people left behind. But it was my mom, my dad, and myself who were supposed to leave. Uh, we had papers. We had visas from both the United States and Cuba. We had permission to go. It was a program called the Freedom Flight. Uh, you know, a million Cubans uh, escaped to the United States on the Freedom Flight. Uh, except that the day that we were supposed to go, a um, this is back when they didn't have jet bridges, by the way. They had stairs up to a jet. There was a, uh, a Cuban soldier at the foot of the stairs, and he was uh, carrying his AK-47. And he says to my dad, let me see your, your family's documents. And my dad showed him our documents which again we were cleared to go and he said well you are you're you're cleared to go all of you but i've decided today that only two of you are going so figure out if that's going to be okay figure out if any of you are going or or which two are going so you know there was i was four but i still remember that moment where there's a lot of tears and a lot of drama uh long story short only my mom and me were able to escape has the family been reunited? Well, yeah. Three years later, uh, finally, my dad was allowed to come. And it, look, my story is no different than a lot of other immigrants who have come to this country. In fact, it's a lot more tame than yeah. immigrants who have come to this country. 
But I know that when I saw my dad come through that, uh, you know, that airport hangar uh, for the first time after I hadn't seen him in three years, I didn't know the man. <laughs> and he was a stranger to me. And, you know, that carried over for years and years. I had to learn to re-love my father. Wow. I had to learn, you know, who my dad was. And he didn't know me anymore. He had seen me three years earlier. I was four. Now I was seven. And that, that affected us in our relationship the rest of our lives, really. We worked the rest of our lives to overcome that setback. Okay, with well, that is your personal uh, fallback. What was the reception Miami gave Kaepernick? It was a thunderous round of booze, um, <laughs> you know, because, again, I say to you, my story is not unique. Uh, that story and worse, uh, including violence and, and murder and, and so forth, was, was brought about, uh, about on Cubans time and time and time and time and thousands of times. And I get the feeling that a lot of those folks that, that got on Colin Kaepernick and booed him uh, Sunday afternoon when he first came on the field, they, they, they understood that it's not okay to be okay with Fidel Castro. We're speaking with Miami Herald columnist and Hall of Fame voter Armando Salguero on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And Armando, one last question on this subject. As you're aware, linebacker Kiko Alonso, who does play for the team you cover and whose parents are of Cuban descent, um, he called Colin Kaepernick this week ignorant. Is he right? Interesting question. And I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, you know, I would say that I would have shared that, that opinion after the first interview. But you know what? Colin Kaepernick came to Miami after five days of, have, you know, of, of our exchange, knowing what had been written, and he continued to espouse uh, you know, joyful approval of Fidel Castro's literacy programs, educational system, health care, his relationship with Nelson Mandela. So obviously Colin Kaepernick studied up on Fidel Castro and made a conscious decision to support him in those respects. So that's not ignorance. That's taking a stand based on what you've learned. And, and that's why I'm a little, you know, it, it, I shake my head at the whole, the whole affair. Go ahead, Goose. Let me, let me get uh, a question onto the football team. R Ryan Tannehill threw seven interceptions in his first five games to help the Dolphins dig themselves into a 1-4 hole. But since then, he's thrown only one interception. The Dolphins have won six in a row. How did Adam Gaze flip the switch on his quarterback? He flipped the switch on really the entire offense, Goose, and the way he did it was uh, by happenstance almost. He got the offensive line healthy. Uh, they finally played together. Uh, Jay Ajayi, rather than Ryan Tannehill, became the, you know, the, I guess the the main cog of the offense. He Jay Ajayi had double 200-yard games back to back, and then followed that up with a 130 or 40-yard game. So all of a sudden, the Dolphins were a run-first, control the ball, don't make mistakes offense that kept the defense off the field. And that's what they used for a good portion of their current six-game win streak. Now, the last couple of games, it hasn't been like that. The offensive line has been banged up. 
and Ryan Tannehill had a great day on Sunday. And the Sunday before that against the Rams, he had back-to-back game-closing touchdown drives that got them the win. So uh, I would say to you that, you know, for a while there, Ryan Tannehill was riding the running game's coattails. For the last two games, he's been leading. Armand, are these guys going to make the playoffs? If the season ended today, Mark. <laughs> That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. You know, I've covered, as you know, you both of you guys know, I've covered this team a long time, and I've seen a lot of stupid clownish things happen. <laughs> <laughs> and especially at the end of the season. And so, you know, far be it for me to predict, absolutely they're, they're going to make the playoffs because they're, they've got it all figured out. They themselves will tell you we're not that good. We're just that focused. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I, 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 did I evade the question yet? <laughs> You're doing a good job of tap dancing. You're on Dancing with the Stars. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Armando, thanks so much. Uh, you know, I appreciate you doing this. And uh, we'll remind listeners, if, in fact, Jason Taylor gets to the round of 15, you're probably going to present him, correct? Uh, that's uh, that's my intention, unless okay. I hear otherwise. Okay, well, we... members we, such as yourselves. Well, we, we hope he does, and we hope you see you there in uh, Houston presenting Jason Taylor. But thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Anytime, guys. That was Hall of Famer and Hall of Fame voter Armando Salguero of the Miami Herald. Up next, we check in with the best of the CFL. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your business is construction and you get a big job that has to be done in record time, you need to get the ball rolling, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy enough sheetrock and lumber, steel and other materials quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Big Jim and three pancakes for 89 cents. I don't care what you call them, pancakes, flipjacks, flapcakes. The point is, at Burger King, you can get a stack of three of them for 89 cents. What kind of deal is this? Uh, a great one? Fill up on three golden pancakes for 89 cents. This is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get three pancakes for 89 cents only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. 
Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then we're tired. Get out. I'll tell you what matters, Ron Borges. You know what it means when Geico says just 50 minutes can save you 50% or more on car insurance? Matters that you should get on the phone and save yourself some money. Absolutely right. You are correct, sir. It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Hey, you know how you realize, guys, that it's late in the season? Yep. Well, Ron, you would recognize this. First of all, Home Alone and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, they're everywhere on TV almost every night. It's almost every night. You kids are watching it. But second, you've got the head coaches across the board. They're starting to criticize players for, well, selfishness, as Bruce Arians so atypically did this week in Arizona. That's not like him. And saying that, Everybody has to perform, loosely translated to mean, some are selfish, as Cincinnati's Marvin Lewis said. So, uh, Ron, it must be getting late, right? Before it's getting no. early. Well, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. I guess nobody notices selfishness until they're worried about getting fired, yeah, which is another right. form of selfishness, is it not? <laughs> so, you know, selfish player, shocker. I mean, you know, that, that's that's how it, uh, how it is. And you and I and, and Goose sit there and see it. And ask the coaches about it, and they look at you sideways until it's the end of the year and their jobs are online. Suddenly they're going, you have a good point, Clark. They're selfish. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you another sign, guys. Of course, playoff games. Yeah, playoff games. And, and, and I know what you're thinking. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> no, not NFL playoffs, Jim Mora. CFL playoffs. Yes, CFL. We just had the CFL championship, also known as the Grey Cup, decided in Ottawa. Yes, Ottawa won it 39-33 in overtime over Calgary. And that was significant because it was Ottawa's first CFL championship in 40 years. Pretty good, huh? I like it. Give gets, a hand. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah, give my hand is right. But it gets better than that, Ron. Because Ottawa's Henry Burris... At 41 years, 177 days, yeah, he became the oldest quarterback in CFL history to win a championship. Brady will love that. (laughs) Henry Burris played 17 seasons in Canada for four different franchises and passed for 61,000 yards. That's 10,000 more yards than John Elway threw for down here. Uh, He's won three Grey Cups, and the best part of this story is that Ottawa was an expansion franchise and had been in operation only three seasons when Burris hoisted the Grey Cup. Not all the great football players are in the NFL. 
Well, Goose, I know you're someone who's always, as long as I've known you, always followed the CFL. And, and no offense here um, to anyone south of the border, north of the border, anywhere, or to you. But why should NFL fans care about what happens there, particularly in the Grey Cup? Because the stars are all from down here. Burris set 20 college passing records at Temple and left the U.S. as the second all-time leading passer in Big East history. The league's leading receiver played at Oklahoma State. The American college is stuck in not only NFL rosters, but CFL rosters as well. And besides, it's a fun, fast-paced game played by Americans, a more exciting game than the NFL game. Plus, Goose, I mean, the CFL sometimes stocks NFL rosters, too. I mean, we had Doug Flutie on the show, great player. We had Billy White Shoes Johnson in here playing the CFL between his tours of Houston and Atlanta. And, and both of them told us what they liked about the CFL. In fact, uh, Derek, um, if you have that White Shoes Johnson clip, play it so uh, we can hear what he had to say. How much fun did you have playing that while you are in Canada? Oh, man, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was, you know, the talent level wasn't like it was in the NFL, of course, but it was fun. Tell you what, you better go up there in shape if you want to play. Because <laughs> you always want to take out two downs and make something happen. So imagine if you're returning punts and kickoffs and uh, playing wide receiver, that's a full day's work. But I enjoyed it. it, it it's, it's a wide-open game. It, it's a little fast-paced game because you got that extra jack up there, that extra ball player. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. I think anybody who doesn't make it to the NFL, who's close to making it, they should go up there and play. Because, number one, it keeps you active. It keeps you going against talent. And uh, I think you'll see a whole new realm of football and coming back to the NFL, I, I think it prepares you for that as far as the fast-paced uh, game. Yeah, that's that. the CFL is the feeder league if the NFL ever decided to make it such. You know, the CFL is a reason Cameron Wake, another guy we've had in the show, became a Pro Bowl pass rusher. He learned his craft in Canada. Well, Gooseman, if you were the NFL commissioner, and you'd be making a lot of money if you were, but if you were... What about the CFL would you take and, and absorb into the NFL? I guess what I guess I'm asking is, what do you like about it that you'd like to see absorbed here other than its best players? The pace. It is hectic, and it's exciting. There isn't a lot of TV timeouts after every kickoff. You know, the CFL works the commercials into the game. The NFL seems to fit the game around the commercials. How about you, Ron? Can't beat the rouge. <laughs> I'm a rouge guy. You know, get an extra point uh, for a kickoff that goes out of the end zone and one that they don't return. I like that. And the other thing I tell you, I like I like any back and go in motion in any direction before the ball snapped any place he wants to go forward, backward, sideways. Who doesn't want to start life on the run, which is what they do in that game? It's exciting. You probably like the song "Backfield in Motion," Ron, and the album Absolutely. "Born to Run," and the album uh, <laughs> "Band on the Run" or "Born to Run." I guess right there in your collection. Exactly. Sure. Well, hey, listen, Goose, since you mentioned feeder league earlier, I mean, we've talked on the show about developmental leagues, and we had uh, Bill Pauline, who's a Hall of Famer, on here talking about it. Uh, without the NFL Europe, there really is none for the, the NFL, not now at least, though it could change. D- does the CFL really serve that purpose for NFL clubs? Is it basically a feeder league? Yeah, certainly. It's, it's a resource that's been untapped by this league, you know, because it's an all-pass league. Uh, quarterbacks, receivers, cornerbacks, and pass rushers all get developed up there. Those four positions, by the way, are the backbone of the NFL game. The NFL ought to be steering players up north to play and develop in the CFL. Warren Moon and Doug Faludi are proof that if you can play in Canada, you can play down here. Yeah, Goose is right, and I think they'd, ha- they'd have to, what they really should do is make some sort of real formal contractual uh, agreement in which, you know, they feed them some players, 
there would have to be some sort of restrictions uh, of when the NFL could come back and cherry pick those guys. You know, you wouldn't, you could ruin their league if you send players up there and we can go, but we can take them back anytime. Like the, the triple in season, baseball. you mean in yeah. season? Yeah, yeah. You'd have to have something set up. But look, they've proven that they uh, can train and produce a number of top quality players, not just as a quarterback. And uh, I think it's a good idea because I don't believe, and I don't think you guys do either, that. Uh, the Warren Moons and, and Cameron Wakes are the exceptions. I think there's a lot of guys out there, if they had a little more time and a little more chance to develop, could come in and be players, but they don't get the time. Right. Well, since you mentioned the Warren Moons, Cameron Wakes, I mentioned Doug Flutie earlier. Uh, Goose, as I said, you're a historian, you're a Dr. Data. Um, and since we are a Hall of Fame show, who in your estimation is the greatest CFL player? I guess, in other words, if, if you had to make the first draft pick here and we said, okay, you're going to draft one guy now from, from any era in CFL history. Who'd you take? Okay, Ron Lancaster was a legendary quarterback in the 60s and 70s, and both Anthony Cavillo and Damon mm-hmm. Allen more recently have passed for more career yards than Peyton Manning. But Warren Moon won five consecutive Grey Cups. That's legendary stuff. He, he's the only player in both the Pro Football and CFL Halls of Fame. It'd be Moon. How about you, Ron? Uh, my guy would be, uh, I used to be of a bit of a CFL fan. Uh, I can remember when a guy named Sam Echeverry came down from the CFL to oh, the Cardinals. Sure. And I remember the headline in a magazine called Touchdown Magazine, which is about the CFL that I used to get. And the headline was, Cards Make Merry Over Sam Echeverry. I don't know what it meant, but it, it amused me. You know? <laughs> I remember it 50 years later. But uh, for me, George Reed, a tremendous running back uh, in the 60s and 70s up there with the Rough Riders. He rushed for over 16,000 yards and 134 touchdowns. He was twice the president of the CFL Players Association. And his daughter, by the way, represented a Canada in the 1992 Summer Olympics. Uh, I saw her throwing a shot put. That wasn't Donna Reed, was it? <laughs> I love Donna Reed. <laughs> hey, me too. Well, Mike Curtis didn't play in the CFL, and you know that, Ron. He played in Baltimore's Memorial Stadium. And had you been around then, you better leave that field to him and his teammates. You'll understand why when we sit down with Mike right after this. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Electricity. Hey, it's me, Electricity. So I'll keep this short. (laughs) Get it? Never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you're not, like, still mad at me about that electrical fire in your kitchen. I mean, obviously you're not, but I'm just checking to make sure. It's no big deal if you are. It's not like you're asking me to pay for the damage. (laughs) Right? 
Electricity won't pay for an electrical fire. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Do you owe the IRS more than $10,000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? You have the right to tax representation. Has the IRS threatened to shut down your business, freeze your bank accounts, take your home, your cars, or garnish your wages? You may qualify for special programs to stop this process. Get tax representation. Call the Tax Help Hotline at 800-295-1152. That's 800-295-1152. Within 24 hours, the threats will stop. Just call 800-295-1152. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means I was on the phone 15 minutes ago collecting cash. S- smart man. You should have gone there to Geico.com 15 minutes ago just like Ron. So go. Our next guest was one of the most intense competitors ever to step onto an NFL field. I'm speaking, of course, of Mike Curtis, who was a four-time Pro Bowl middle linebacker with the Baltimore Colts and a guy who could be as ornery, well... <laughs> That's a mad dog. Just ask the drunken fan who thought it was a good idea to run out in the field in Memorial Stadium and steal a game ball. Or you could ask Hall of Famer Jim Brown, because both suffered the same punishment. They got drilled when they crossed Mike's path. But so did Gail Sayers, Larry Zonka, O.J. Simpson, you name it. Because if you carried the football and tried to advance it against the Colts, you were Mike Curtis's enemy, and you paid the price. The three of us at the Talk of Fame Network grew up watching and admiring Mike as a football player. And we all wonder why his name has never come up for a Hall of Fame discussion. So we've invited him here to talk about it. And fortunately, we haven't had to pay the price. Not yet, anyway. Mike Curtis, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. I don't know. Um, I got all the answers for the for your questions <laughs> that will be appropriate. I don't know. Um, I never did too much dancing with the um, NFL's uh, voting group. But anyway. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Mike. Mike, speaking of that, you've been eligible for the Hall of Fame for 33 years now, but never been a finalist, and that puzzles us. You were a great player, played us with great teams and great defense. So let me ask you this. Had the Colts won Super Bowl three against the Jets, do you think you'd already have a Boston can? Well, I think I would be get closer, put it that way. But um, our team that lost almost is better than the team that won. That's kind of hard to believe, but different strokes for different folks. <laughs> uh, well, Mike, uh, a good friend of mine is also a friend of yours, Upton Bell, and he always tells me that uh, Super Bowl three was like original sin. You couldn't, uh, no matter what you did, you couldn't uh, wash it away, it didn't seem. But you did win Super Bowl five two years later. Yep. Did that victory over the Cowboys help at all get past that loss to the Jets? Um, I think what it did, it um, made, um, they understood the seriousness of the game coming up. And playing the Jets uh, in the AFL, almost it's almost like um, some secondary thoughts about the team. They didn't know that wasn't as intense if they played Green Bay or or, or um, some of the other teams. Uh, they have been much more uh, competitive, put it that way. We're speaking with former linebacker Mike Curtis on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And Mike, you played, of course, in a golden era of middle linebacking where you spent 
your first four or five years, I'm sorry, first five years in the NFL competing for Pro Bowl spots with guys like Dick Butkus, Ray Nitschke, and Tommy Nobis. And then the next six in the AFC against guys like Willie Lanier, Nick Bonacani, and Jack Lambert. How do you measure yourself against that level of competition? Well, for one thing, I played middle linebacker for a number of years, but I started out as an outside linebacker. So um, I just, all I did was to do what my coaches told me I needed to do. So um, I, I didn't um, complain about whether how much better the two guys were that I was playing against or anything else. I just had to do my job, and that's all I thought about, not so much who I was playing. Mike, you were a high draft pick of the Kansas City Chiefs in addition to the Colts in 1965. So, so you had the chance to play in the AFL then, but opted for the NFL. What was your reaction when you learned the Colts would be one of the three teams that would leave the NFC for the AFC in 1970? Well, again, it's the political side, and that is out of my control. You know, Whether I thought that the AFL was, um, no matter what the status was of that, or the status of the NFL, my job was to play where they told me to play. Put it that way. You know, as Goose mentioned, you tackle some of the greatest runners ever to carry a football. Jim Brown, who I, always, yep. yeah, I grew up with and will always think was the greatest runner ever. Jim Taylor, Gail Sayers, Zonka, and OJ, uh, all those great players. Uh, which one of those backs posed the greatest challenge to you and uh, – was it one of Sayers. any one of those guys you didn't want to play against? No, I played against all of them, but Sayers I thought was the best, uh, the best physically and mentally for me to play against. Yeah, what was it about his game that that? Well, he could uh, he could change directions at full speed without having to come to a stop. Put it that way. Mike, I'll ask you the so same. I'll ask you the same question about quarterbacks. I mean, you played against great quarterbacks. You certainly played with, which we consider the greatest quarterback of all time, John Unitas. But which quarterback, if, if you had to take one for your team to play with other than Johnny U, who would it be? Who was the guy who gave you the most trouble? You got any names? I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Um, Star, um, uh, Brody, uh, Meredith. Um, Star. Star. I would have played um, – he was, uh, you might say, much more intense with his fellow um, teammates. And he probably trained them better than anybody. So you didn't know what was happening when you played them. So that's it. <laughs> okay. What about, and, go ahead. Oh, I just want to ask him quickly. What about Unitas? Uh, you know, you played with him. He could be a gnarly, difficult kind of guy, people tell me. You know, we were watching him as fans and thinking, boy, that was the greatest guy we'd ever seen. What kind of a quarterback was he, and what kind of a teammate was he? Well, I think that I thought he was a great quarterback, but you know, if you look at the team he played on, the offensive line were there are a number of all pros in the offensive line. Then you had Barry, or you know, the other two receivers, you know, that were also would almost make the whole thing. So he had a hell of a quality material that he was thrown to. And the line blocked better than anything else they did. He was fortunate. I think he was fortunate. I think the town of Baltimore and just, they were just, um, had a great number of guys. Hey, Mike, and, and, you know, I, I want to ask you about uh, the end of your career. In 76, when the Colts left you unprotected sure. in the expansion draft, Seattle claimed yeah. you. And, and then the Seahawks made you 
their first team captain franchise history, which is pretty cool. But uh, wondering how th- that experience was, leaving a, a perennial Super Bowl contender for a team that had never lined up to play a game before. How was that? Well, the, to me, it didn't make any difference uh, if I who I played for, just as long as I played the best I could. You know, um, Baltimore um, was one thing, maybe the Redskins or something, and then and Seattle was something. So when they, um, you might say, when they traded me, that's all I needed to know because that's how I prepared for the new team. Mike, the following season, the 1977, you went from the youngest team in the NFL to one of the oldest when George Allen brought you to the Redskins. You played for two Hall of Fame coaches in your career, Don Shula and George Allen. How did each of those coaches bring out the best in Mike Curtis? Well, I think that Don Shula was, um, you might say, more of a type of coach. He didn't – everybody had to toe the line. You didn't have some people that were doing things that were different than other people. George Allen, you might have – Sonny Jerkson doing something that the rest of the team couldn't do or something like that. <laughs> anyway, I, anyway, so I thought that uh, United, uh, that side of it was better. You know, one of the things, as, as you know. Yeah, Don, that, Shula, Don Shula, you know, anyway, go ahead. Sure, I was just going to say, one of the things that everyone remembers you for is, of course, the famous uh, tackle of the fan trying to steal the football or borrow it or whatever he thought he was doing. And we've seen it many times. When you see that film, do you still shake your head about what was that guy thinking running around out there? No, well, I tell you, I didn't give any thought. What I didn't want is our team to be distracted because of something that was outside the game. So what I needed to do was, uh, I was a captain. I just needed to make sure that uh, we weren't distracted that it would affect our game. And that's the reason I wanted to, to um, counsel him. hey mike we're not going to counseling we got to go to commercial but uh, thanks so much for the time and best of luck with your hall of fame candidacy and you know what here's hoping the senior committee which ron and rick are part of can get your name out there sooner rather than later well thank you i appreciate it and if i do i'll just come and um buy you a beer there we go (laughs) you like that mike (laughs) that was former coast linebacker mike curtis up next overnight game changers of the week this is the talk of fame network This is Leroy Butler, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. When you're opening a new office location, but deadlines don't let up, you need to make sure your team can start working fast, which means all of a sudden, you're looking to buy new conference tables, chairs, laptops, and whiteboards quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. When your business is construction and you get a big job that has to be done in record time, you need to get the ball rolling, which means all of a sudden you're looking to buy enough sheetrock and lumber, steel, and other materials quickly. Business cards from American Express Open can give you buying power to help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. 
Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, before we get to our Renai Game Changers of the Week, guys, um, I think you might have seen the Baltimore Ravens are proposing something at least novel, if not revolutionary. It's interesting. A one point for any kickoff that splits the uprights. One point. Like it, Goose? Below that. Let it go. The CFL already has the market cornered on single points with its rouge. But give the Ravens credit, when you have the best kicker in the NFL, it's easy to make that proposal. But I doubt Tampa would vote for it with Robert Aguayo. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I kind of like it. I like it. It's like I rouge on steroids, like everything else in the NFL. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sort of like it, too. I, I, I tell you what, Ron, something else I like? Our night game changers of the week. There's there we another go. segue for you. <laughs> Honoring the best plays, players, games, you name it, whatever, from the previous week. And Goose, you're Mr. Cowboy. You're on top. You go first. What do you have? In keeping with the theme of the show, I'm going with Grey Cup MVP Henry Burris, who completed 35 passes for 461 yards and a 39-33 overtime victory last weekend over the favored Calgary Stampeders. Burris had a couple cups of coffee in the NFL with Chicago and Green Bay before spending 17 years in Canada and winning those three Grey Cups. The Cleveland Browns could use Henry Burris. Pretty good. I'm going to keep, be in keeping with the start of this segment, and I'm going with Justin Tucker, the Ravens kicker, who had four field goals of 52, 54, 57, and 36 yards in their 19-14 win over the Bengals last Sunday. Uh, but he actually made five kicks because he had to make the 54-yarder twice after the Bengals called timeout. Didn't make any difference. Now that's a real Renai game-changer. That's also in keeping with the season, Ron. Remember when we had him on the show last year? He sang. Yeah, Remember, he during, sang in a church? He's a, oh, got a great voice. We hey, listen, him. I'm not in keeping with anything here, guys. Just in keeping with the best game of the week. Give me rookie Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. He became the first player since Hall of Famer Gale Sayers in 1965. You guys remember him? Pretty good running back. Well, Hill became the first player since then to score a touchdown running, receiving, and returning a kickoff all in the same game. And you know what? Talk about timing. He saved that performance for Denver, one of the year's most compelling contests. A three-point overtime victory for the Chiefs that was badly needed. Tyreek Hill, congratulations. There's a cue for our answer, man. Yes, sir, that would be our Hall of Famer, Rick Goslin. This week tells us why, Goose. There are no guarantees for your Cowboys, huh? What? Is that true? Yes, sir. The Cowboys are exactly where they hope to be heading into the month of December, sitting atop the NFL with the best record. 
So the Super Bowl-starved Cowboys have to like their chances of ending a 20-year championship drought. But as my good friend Ron Borges well knows, they don't award the Lombardi Trophy on the opening week of December. Only four times in the last 10 years has a team with the best record through 11 games gone, to, gone on to win the Super Bowl. And those teams were juggernauts. The 2009 Saints were 11-0, both the 2006 Colts and 2013 Seahawks 10-1, and Ron's 2014 Patriots 9-2. So don't expect all those teams chasing the Cowboys this season to deliver, to deliver any concession speeches anytime soon. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 6-5 right now. In 2011, the New York Giants were 6-5 on the way to their Super Bowl championship. Detroit Lions are 7-4 right now. In 2010, the Packers were 7-4 from the same division on their way to a Super Bowl championship. The New York Giants are 8-3 right now. In 2008, the Pittsburgh Steelers were 8-3 on their way to a Super Bowl championship. And Ron's Oakland Raiders are 9-2 right now. Last season, the Denver Broncos were 9-2 at this point from the same division on their way to a championship. The Atlanta Falcons and Houston Texans were both 10-1 in 2012. Neither one reached the Super Bowl. The Tennessee Titans also were 10-1 in 2008, but also failed to reach the Super Bowl. So there are no guarantees for the Cowboys and plenty of football left to be played. For the Patriots, Raiders, Chiefs, Seahawks, and Giants, who all have history on their side. What looks obvious in December doesn't always look so obvious in February. What do you think that's all about, Goose? Is it uh, vagaries of injuries? Is it the fact that you, a lot of these teams have built a record at the expense of bad teams, which they're obviously not going to play in the playoffs? Uh, what do you think is the sort of underlying truth of that stuff? You know, you know, I'm of the belief that you know, I don't want to play. I don't want to go unbeaten. I, I, I want to lose a game in December just to get everybody refocused on the task at hand. You start the more the win, you, the more you start feeling it's it's all going your way. That uh, the the, the karma is there, and that's not always the way it's, it is. And that's why I think a lot of teams fade at the end. We're not going to fade because we've got the two minute drill coming up. And Goose, you're on tap again. So get us started. Is there anyone or anything more automatic in the NFL than Baltimore kicker Justin Tucker? Uh-huh. The Cleveland Browns. Only one thing, Clark. Our man, Los Lobos, on the prowl for data. <laughs> Patrick Peterson, Richard Sherman, or Josh Norman? Xavier Rhodes. Who? Dusty Rhodes? Patrick Peterson. Dresses better, covers as well, and makes a lot less noise. Jeff Fisher has five games left on his contract. Is he coaching the Rams next season? Only if Colorado State has an opening. <laughs> Not if the owner talks to Eric Dickerson about it. There were only 7,000-yard rushes last season. There are 14 on pace for 1,000 this season. Is the pendulum starting to swing back to old-school football? Nope. Uh-uh. It's starting to swing back to bad-school quarterbacks. I think it's swinging back to the coaches finally realizing, hey, they got six DBs out there. Who's the quarterback of the 2017 Browns? Cody Kessler, RG3, or the first overall pick of the 2017 draft? Browns? You say Browns, Goose Man? Front office there is going to push for Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Good one. I'd say first overall draft pick unless Hugh Jackson has completely lost his mind. Do we miss Jim Harbaugh in the NFL? We don't, but the 49ers do. I only miss him when I need a crying towel. John Madden says Thursday night football doesn't work. Agree or disagree? I agree. You can't preach player safety and then schedule two games in five days. Does this pass as a news bulletin? Of course it doesn't. Doyle Green Beckham, Odell Beckham, or the Green Hornet? 
What are you talking about? The big green! Strike it up, Derek! Sounds like Love a that. Broadway. Sounds like Pass a Broadway that towel, show. Would you? There's only one way to top that, Goose. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, aka the law firm. <laughs> will we ever see a 16-game season out of Rob Gronkowski again? Yes, we will. When the league goes to a 32-game schedule. <laughs> yeah, not if it's a football season. Heading into December, who's the Pro Bowl front runner at quarterback in the NFC? Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, or Kirk Spartan Cousins? Your man, Dak Prescott, because the Cowboy fans are going to stuff the ballot box. Did you say MVP? <laughs> I did not, no. <laughs> Matty Ice, come on, BC's own Matty Ice. <laughs> we want to thank Robert Kraft, Mike Curtis, and Armando Salguero for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to iTunes or find us on your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us on this station at this time next week. We'll be here, and we hope you will be too. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Big Jim and three pancakes for 89 cents. I don't care what you call them, pancakes, flipjacks, flapcakes. The point is, at Burger King, you can get a stack of three of them for 89 cents. What kind of deal is this? Uh, a great one? Fill up on three golden pancakes for 89 cents. This is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get three pancakes for 89 cents. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.99%. APR, 4.77%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Electricity. Hey, it's me, Electricity. So I'll keep this short. <laughs> Get it? Never mind. Anyway, I just want to make sure you're not, like, still mad at me about that electrical fire in your kitchen. I mean, obviously you're not, but I'm just checking to make sure. It's no big deal if you are. It's not like you're asking me to pay for the damage. <laughs> right? Electricity won't pay for an electrical fire. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be.